0: It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans, after all, it's only pressure, you got this,
1: Adidas.
2: Yes, and we are coming to you live from Magic Roundup here in Brisbane, and uh, Fellas, I've got to say, picking up the the paper, the big news up here, fellas, is a lot about Sam Walker at the moment. And text messages through asking, boys, do we think that Sam Walker will be a rooster in 2024? Thoughts on that, Webby? Hearing anything?
0: Oh, I think there's some murmurs, not necessarily coming out of the roosters, but um, uh, from north of the border, who wouldn't mind getting their hands on him, but... I don't know. Is this a bit of an overreaction? I mean, he's a young 20-year-old halfback who's missed three games. All of a sudden, it's like, well, where's he going to go next?
2: Yeah, I think that's. the understand. I understand. Way we... I, understand yeah. this,
0: I understand the enormity of him not being there. Like it's, it's a big story. But mm. you know, it's, it's if anything, it says more about the the contracting system than than anything that he can yeah. be considered. You know, uh, he's about to he's about to go elsewhere just because he's been dropped for three games.
2: It's a bit, a little bit like, of course, it's the. The Roosters and mm, the Kyle Flanagan say. situation. Yeah. I think yeah. people. Mitch, have, Mitch Pierce. Yeah, Mitch Pierce, Um And I remember uh, years ago, uh, Craig Bellamy and Frank Panisi went on a, a fact-finding mission over in in uh, in, in Europe, uh, fact-finding and wrought. Anyway, they went. And, <laughs> they met with Arsene <laughs> Vega in uh, Arsenal, and they were talking about you know what do you do as far as juniors and that. And Arsene Vega goes what are you talking about? He said, we just bring in the best players that don't perform. We just let them go. You know what I mean? Now, I'm not saying that's exactly with the Roosters, but but that's that's the philosophy is you bring a player in, you pay him well, and mm. if he doesn't perform, then you move him on. Mm. And, yeah. The,
1: the, the, the weird thing with the Sam Walker situation is, is that I think it's a little bit more than, oh, you know, just put him back to reserve grade to learn his game because – Sam Walker and Kiri, they've had quite a while to gel. Yeah. And they just haven't seemed to gel that well. And and it's mm. almost as if I just think when I look at Sam Walker, his whole life, he's the man. He's the guy that gets the ball, wins the games. You know, we all understand that. And it's the same with Kiri. He's won three premierships. He's the man. And it's not an ego thing at all. It's just a style of footy. Yes. And I just wonder, is those those two styles compatible? I'm I'm not sure. Yeah,
2: but you're, you're right, Dennett, because – Sitting, we watched uh, the that Day game live. I took Trish to the game to show what a big deal I was. You know, she's married to Maddie Johns. <laughs> Unfortunately, I walked past every person in the stadium, getting to my seat in the grandstand. We had altitude sickness, had to go to hospital. <laughs> but I was overlooking the game, and it really highlighted to me, like, the Roosters, were great football when they just played simple, mm. run first, pass second, but then they fall into these flowery, sideways ball movements. And watching that, I'm thinking to myself, going, well, okay, yeah, you know, the general thought is well, Sam Walker is just not suiting the way the Roosters want to play. In my opinion, watching it, sometimes you go, hang on a second, like maybe the way Sam wants to play, a little bit ad lib a little bit more reactive, is more what the Roosters should be doing. Mm.
1: Well, it just it just hasn't seemed to for for five years now, or maybe less. Maybe you know they had a year or two with really unlucky amount of injuries, but I just haven't seen a Roosters style of footy for a, for a while now. Now, we saw it for about seven games last year and guess who was leading them around the park? It was it was Sam Walker. Yeah. It, um, you know, sorry, sorry. Where were you? Sorry,
0: going? sorry, sorry. It's um it it's almost like um if they could press forward and go into the future, so they could hurry up and wait for Luke to get to the end of his career and and they obviously see Manu and and Walker as as a future in the halves. The big question is whether they're whether Sam's prepared to wait. Yeah, a, that's a right. season and a half to get there well pressing I, don't forward, be, I don't think he's going I don't think he's going to be sitting in reserve grade for that amount of time but well, it's going yeah. it's, it's interesting to see at what point like I I can't get a read out of out of Roosers at all about what they're thinking of of when Walker might come back but they're a winning mm. team at the moment without him
2: well and the other thing webby is what is you know pressing forward what is in Sam's mind his future like Adam Reynolds for instance two years time where he hits the end of his career mm. with the Broncos. Mm. You know, it it always appears to it's always appeared to me in my just purely gut feel that Sam Walker one day will end up at the Broncos. Mm. It's music yeah. to my ears. That's that's uh, that. Yeah, that's what oh, I've always just, felt.
1: Again, I, I I just hearken like what I. Some people think, okay, he's just going to go back to reserve grade for a couple of games and then he's going to come back. Then it's like that's just chopping and changing, and I just don't think the Roosters. Yeah. I think they're smarter than that. That's what clubs yeah. that are at the bottom of the table do. They chop yeah. and change. And yeah. Whereas the Roosters go, no, no, we, we we make plans. We stick to them for a period of time. We see the result. As you said, best players in, play well, best players out.
2: Well, the thing about it is, Denon, too, is people are going, oh, well, it's just, you know, the general feel is a couple of weeks there. Then he comes back in the side. Now, the problem with that, in theory, is the fact that Sam being dropped has got as much to do with getting Manu into the middle field mm. as anything. Mm. So, I mean, so what are we saying? So you're dropping Sam to purely on, mainly on the fact of bringing Manu in to give the attack more directness and more punch. So, you know, suddenly, you know, the answer, are they really going to push Manu say, okay, you've had your time now. Let's let push you back into the centers, mm, yeah. which we said, it, it just doesn't produce their best football. Mm. who? Uh, now uh, on a different note uh, mm. my excellent podcast series um, good chat uh, spent a couple of hours a couple of days ago with the great fat boy slim right about now soul right about now Yes, you know you listen to Sen when they're playing a little bit of big beat techno funk, um, mate. I tell you what, it was a, a delight. What a what a good fella. Are you boys fans? Are you Fat Boy Slim? I like the singles. I wouldn't say that I've gone deep deep on uh, Fat Boy, but oh. I do like you know Praise You and Weapon of Choice with Christopher Walken. Oh yes, Same. yes, very mate, very very entertaining. Of course, real name Norman Cook. Yep. Um, was in an excellent band in, in the mid to late 80s in Hull called the House Martins. Okay. And uh, was in the band. He was the bass guitarist. And he said one day a friend invited him around and said, have a look at this new invention, electronic drum machine. And he said he quit the band straight away and transformed himself into Fatboy Slim. Wow. It's pretty. But now we're just having a, uh, a general chat just about his rise and rise. There's a documentary about to come out in a couple of weeks. Uh, it, it focuses on he's he's a Brighton boy. Um uh, in the south of England there, towards the bottom of England. And basically it was his homecoming, and they put it, it as a festival on the beach, a uh, boutique yeah. on the beach, and they estimated it's about 40,000 people going to turn up to a relatively small beach in Brighton. 250,000 people wow. turned up to the gig. Holy and it centres on. Just for him. Just was for it him. wasn't a festival just for him. Just, for, just for him. Oh, wow. my and God. And it, sh- it shows him in the hotel room, right, and he's sitting in there, and he's, he's pumped up, and he's having a drink, and he's getting ready, and... And it's just, you know, adrenaline and excitement. But as he's looking out the window and people are coming and coming and coming, suddenly it starts to turn into dread. And the police come in to his room and says, you could be responsible for what they said was basically a Hillsborough of sorts. Oh, this, yeah, right, is, huh? this is the, the danger that, yeah. is, that is happening. Oh my. It's on that. Have, have you ever been to a concert like a DJ concert? For me, they're just, like, up there. I've been to festivals on, and that. Yeah, yeah, and they're, like, just working the decks. Like, great music, but yeah, yeah, I, I, is it that exciting well, to, to watch a DJ? Uh, just, I never really had a full appreciation of DJs. Like, until, like, speaking to him about, like, for instance, Rockefeller Skank we just listened to. And I said to him, like, So I sort of think, yeah, but they're playing someone else's music of sorts. And I said, how did you come up with that sound or that song? And he said, right, what I did, he said, I used to play the song Funk Soul Brother. And he said, but then all of a sudden I was listening to The Clash, I I Fought the Law. And he said, I just stripped a little part from that. Then I went and listened to this song, I stripped a little part from that, stripped, and he said, and just combined it all together. And that's where you're sitting there, you're going, actually – it is genius, yeah. You know, although you're, you're using other people's music, it is actually genius to have that ear to be able to hear all of that. Well, it's, yeah, it's right.
1: almost just like a, a a version of sampling, really. And yes, you know, sampling is. You'd be surprised at how many songs, pop songs, that you hear now are sampled from you yeah. know, seventies, seventies, sixties, even.
2: Yes, you do, don't you? Mm. That, that remix. And that's what he's... He's very good at that. Like We're talking to theirs, um, which I think Maestro's got there. If you have a listen to Corner Shop song, uh, Maestro, when you're ready, Brimful of Asher. Oh. And dance So that was a band, uh, Corner Shop. And so he tells the story. I said, like, when you collaborate, do they come to you or do you reach out to them? And he said, well, what I do, he said, I listen to a song, for instance, like the Boosty Boys' Body Moving. Yeah. And he said, I go, yeah, that's a great song, but I can make that song better. So in the case of Corner Shop, if you listen to the original, you know, it's a, it's a song pretty tame. And he said, I sent a fax to Corner Shop and said, great song. And they sent, temp- sent back fax. Thank you. And he, <laughs> and he said a fax, Would you mind if I do something with it? And they said, Go for it and remixed it. And same with the Beastie Boys, Yeah, you know, body move and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That I'm not that really song that was
0: huge, time. that song in the nineties. Oh Massive. mate, you Basha, couldn't escape was, it. Yeah, I was, know, mate. Oh. yes,
2: all the dance floors are full of people. On the galleries, just really <laughs> <laughs> just going nuts up. Anyway, drink responsibly. We'll be, have a look. It's coming out very soon. That documentary, you'll enjoy it. It's pretty wild. We'll take a break and we'll come back. We'll talk about Joshy Schuster situation.